You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Morning, Joe. Morning, Pat. How are you? Very well, thank you. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. F- feeling the pinch of winter, but happy days. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh... It's a wild old world, isn't it, at the moment? So it's uh, you know, kind of we're we're in the midst of uh, another lovely kind of wave from our viral friends, and you know, it's been a, it's actually been quite a cold winter here, and uh, here soggy. kind of yeah, soggy and you know, actually quite cold in terms of um, in the Australian context at least. But it does feel you know when you talk to people um, overseas who kind of have the opposite northern hemisphere winter. I think we're having what they experienced last last kind of very- Jan Feb where it's kind of you've got this. Um, thing you know you kind of go to the grocery store you can end up sick you kind of no one wants to wear masks anymore everyone's over it everyone's kind of like look I'm going to get sick I'm going to get sick but there's this trepidation now in in the world and it's chilly a bit miserable you know it's kind of everyone's a little bit a little bit off I mean we're in good moods but I think the wider world is a little bit sensitive and a little yeah. bit withdrawn. There's an age on guard and it's, that's yeah. my read every time I go out and, and yeah. engage in a very public sphere. Mm. Often it's a huge warehouse <laughs> and everyone does Is it know. a green warehouse, It's Pat? green. <laughs> yeah. Won't name names. It's got hardware in it. Not much anymore. <laughs> no, no. And so, supply chain issues. Yeah. So, mm. everyone is just on edge chemists is a hard hard place to exist in right now yeah but yeah that that trepidation and i think you're so right australia's experiencing what happened in europe maybe with a bit of a extra mm. mayo on top at the moment with a few viral loads maybe building and um and yeah. everyone's taken their own brand of communication or own take on what mm we are at right now and how it relates to their life and that's what i find the most interesting when you when you take a a skew on engaging with someone in that space where it feels like everyone's on edge everyone's on edge for a different reason that's what's strange Hmm. and everyone's got their own actions in that and when you observe it it looks quite uniform but if you dive in and pinpoint and speak to those people. Everyone's got a different reason to why they're acting like that. They do. Even though it looks like it's um, everyone's sort of got the same, they're reading from the same song sheet, but they're not. No, they're not. And it's such a great point you make. I think it's, and it leads us into what we what we can chat about today is that I think we had a collective um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't great, but there was kind of a sense of kind of collectivism in terms of that we were all broadly going through the same when thing. Together. Yeah, and, you know, with few, few exceptions. So you kind of, you know, like even if you just think about who was excluded in that narrative, so people who ran away to their holiday house or kind of like tried to escape this rule breakers, etc. But at least there was a large grouping of people who felt like they were in this together. Whereas now, I think it's it's quite different. Where it's individual takes on things. There's no real leadership around it. Everyone has these experiences that become quite singular so and it's very hard to relate and then who you're trying to relate it to they're just like yeah yeah people are just you know as as a matter of course i think quite over 
the narrative, but yet you're still going through the experience. And, you know, like in anything in life, whether you've, you know, started building something and you're in the last stages, you're over the narrative, but there's still a long way to go. I think that's the space that we're that we're in. And then you kind of compound that with just a changing economic environment and kind of people, you know, have reconsidered. And that's the other thing. Like, so people during the pandemic, I think went, this is going to be liberating. I'm going to be able to move to these places. It's all going to work out roses. And I don't think that was ever true, but it's now definitely not true. And so those are the, those are the other pieces that we're starting to return, see these kind of returns to some norms. But, you know, it's part of the discussion today. It's that we're starting to see these new forms of things start to come through more and more and more. And I think ultimately what I take from this is a real rejection of these kind of like these bigger things that really, when you really, really keep punching into them, there's the emperor has doesn't even have clothes. They weren't even emperors, but yet they are in our society. And I think kind of people are starting to really think about different ways, like real different ways. Not like I'm just going to move and grow some, you know, chickens out in the country and commute into the city. I think they're looking at, okay, I live in this town now. How do I actually become genuinely a part of this place rather than living these mixed lives yeah which is an interesting place to land because that's where we're going today and we're talking about how to grow collectively together to capture and create like sustainable value not just economically but socially Mm. and environmentally in in a lot of senses but coming off that back end where everyone's taken a different view on what's going on it's Mm. It's a, it's like the cards have been scattered and everyone's pulling them back together and trying to understand where it sits. So, in a, in a lot of ways, it lands, lands a very fertile ground for this sort of framework to exist around capturing. Because as you say so well, the emperor's been punched so hard that he's gone out of existence or she's gone out of existence. It's not really, it's very much a, it's a ghost that was there that sort of controlled a lot of people's lives. Yep. And I think media has taken the hardest hit in that. Yep. And um, government. <laughs> and government where it's mm. like, well, what role do they actually play and mm. how does that work? And it's, I think it's the first time a lot of people really like, um, yeah, got the gloves out and punched these ideas and punched them mm. hard enough to really test whether they actually hold any water. Yep. Um, for sure. And now they don't hold that much water for some. For some, they hold a whole lot more water, which is interesting as well um but then where do we go from here is the big bit and that's sort of what's exciting about where we've had conversations around how value is going to be created in the future how it's being created right now but what we want to talk about is how do you create that together and move to change something or really fix something or take a direction together collectively and be able to grow Mm. together and continue to sustain that partnership in that problem solving exercise. Spot on. And uh, I would, I would start with just a simple analogy is that I think what's happened and what will keep happening now is that there's a real opportunity, like the fertile ground, if you imagine, so let's use the analogy chief health officer here in here in victoria or anywhere in the world so like if you ask average person do you believe the chief health officer's advice on 
coronavirus, they're going to be like, no, not really, because they believe it's been broadly overstated. Now, the reality on the ground is actually quite different from that. There's a lot of people who will get sick through that, but you're much more likely, and I think this is where the future starts to lie, is to believe that at a more local level. So if it's your doctor or community leader or kind of principal in a school or kind of, you know, someone who leads in these communities, their kind of their space and their time is really now because the individuals who live in those communities, it's kind of been like a remix and you start to see um, people's kind of pop their heads up again now and kind of be like, oh yeah, I'm actually part of where where I live. I didn't just move here to, you know, go for a walk by myself, you know, and kind of an, an escape the city. It's actually like, oh, I live, you know, in rural Victoria. How do I actually become part of that? So these kind of traditional um roles that have been played in community i find are almost being reimagined and kind of actually starting to kind of become almost the de facto way that we start to organize ourselves and kind of actually have a view on on things right and so this kind of this this smallness inside bigness i'm really interested in as a kind of way that we're starting to to create value because that's that's about meaning that's about belonging and that's often the start of any kind of great kind of sense of a place and kind of where the value of a place comes from is that you feel you can't explain it but you feel you belong and these are things i think we're starting to get back to um in ways and even in the cities i see this but it's they're smaller somehow it's like i belong in my apartment building right my apartment building has a view on how we're going to deal with masking versus there being a mandate from from the state and this is the to me this is the opportunity now is about kind of addressing these big issues not through bigness but through smallness yeah addressing it through smallness and how people see it and through Mm. that desire to feel part of something Hmm. it's interesting you say that in terms of like a a government structure on the way structure everything's happening right now in the DAO space and sort of yep. new ways of governing and a lot of the conversation is governance is really hard at a big scale yep how do you shrink it down and how do you become rather from 200 to 20 who really sort mm. of feel part of something to be able to move something forward exactly and drive that to begin with and then start to create movement from that and I feel like that's reflected in the way that we um live our physical lives in in the mm-hmm. world and and what that means and how we play a part i don't know if your experience is different but i'm a bit of a chameleon when it came to covid restrictions because i definitely had mm. people who i care very dearly on one mm. side and people who i care dearly on the other side mm. i reckon i sat classic bags on the fence because <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. laughs> yeah. to be honest and this is a true privilege it didn't affect me hugely it definitely affected me professionally for a while there and then it didn't mm. and then yeah. it perfect- affected me like with my family but then it didn't mm. like i was very very privileged yep. but then hearing the hurt on either side i was like wow but when i'd go locally and go to a certain area people would have masks mm-hmm. and i'd put a mask on to make people feel comfortable yep. people didn't have masks i'd take the mask take off the mask make off. feel comfortable yeah um but it, you're right like people who lived in that place and existed in that place it was very like a check to see if you were a kosher and if you wanted to fit in or if you wanted to be sore thumb, like it was up to you. For sure. But that's yeah. the way it was 
But the, I but it think was that's, so obvious. Yeah. It was so uniformed. It was, but it was so subtle. But it wasn't. It's not subtle. It's it's not subtle at all. I think it. But it's it speaks to what we're actually talking about. Is that these communities and kind of these spaces or kind of these little collectives? And I I do think what you talk about in governance is really really important to understand. Is that we are now getting the tools where small can be big and can be scalable. So yeah. well, <laughs> it's the only way. That's anyway. the crazy thing. It's yeah. the only way to actually make change. Yeah. And then I think that's what these government models are saying is like, yeah. cool, what, if you if you say market share, own a mm. big space, that's fine. Maybe you need a big governance. But if you're actually trying to make change, you have to be nimble and yeah. you have to partner up. Yeah. And you have to be a node, essentially. It's all going to like- 100%. It's reflecting the way that we understand the internet, even the way we understand space. Everything's relational. Yeah. And you have to be small to be able to move. Otherwise, you mm-hmm. are stuck. And how do you have yeah. momentum when you're XXX big? Yeah. And it's, you know, like, but it's also in an environmental sphere. Like, it's it's 100%. always kind of, you know, this, <clears throat> what I would say is kind of the the realization that's starting to, starting to come. And I mean, I think it's been there for people who are probably- yeah, <clears throat> who spend more time with it, who've kind of understood this for a long time, is that we have seen ourselves as exceptional inside an ecosystem, whereas actually what we are is we're just a part of a of a bigger of a bigger piece. And the only whole, the only big that actually exists in our world is actually the earth that contains us all, right? That is that is the definition of big as it actually Even stands. that's being pushed this way with, well, the, with the images. Sure. But we can't get there from here, right? I mean, we can go out and, and look. That's that's a long way away. But that is kind of like... That's that a long is, way away back in time. Yeah, that exactly. <laughs> exactly. That happened before we did anything here. Four point something billion, billion years, years ago. ago. Jesus Christ. Lovely to see. It looked great. Yeah. <laughs> Shame I wasn't around. I'm more worried about the next 20. And But I think what we're starting to see is that this, this understanding that, hold on, there are big factors. And the internet's a really great kind of parallel. No one really understands how the internet works in terms of actually what it is but it is a thing it is a network that kind of exists across the entire globe now where people can find push move shift whatever they want to do with inside this thing but really what is done is to take in kind of information and connection and shrunk that so that small can find other small across across the things and the parallel to our natural world it's exactly the same. That's what I love about what's happening on the internet right now. Yep. We just had the most, I just had the most frustrating week running business, running life. Yep. Internet was out and yep. I just wanted to like put my you head did. through a wall. You, literally, you were up at the lighthouse hanging off with like your uh, your 4G phone trying to get some signal. Yeah, and I put my tail in the air and it didn't, <laughs> didn't work. No. But what's happening on the internet now is people are actually starting to ask the question because a lot of servers run, let's, let's be honest, a lot of servers run the majority of people's connectivity online so it's very it's very large and at the moment we're trying to get to node that's sort of where this conversation's going yep and node is the idea is node is to share the load in terms of how you're moving about rather than all be rested on one big Mm. house and what is cool with some of this technology that mirrors around the way that we're capturing and moving and sharing value is that there's a lot of work being done now where every node, every person who has access to the internet can carry the internet. So it makes it a lot more robust mm-hmm. and it makes it a lot more tangible. It isn't sort of this dial-up idea. No, and that's what's so cool about works. this mirroring of technology and the way that we also govern and work. It's yep. It's got some serious power behind it around that this is a sustainable model and this is the model of the future. It isn't just... 
this no. like great idea. It's like, well, how then is that going to look in a climate sense? How's it going to look in a finance when we're looking to dis- distribute equality, essentially, yep. or redistribute that? How's that going to look? For sure. And how's that going to change with these new structures? And that's what sort of gets me excited about thinking about that and how do we tackle some of these these problems as a collective and, and they're big systems, right? I think the thing that really strikes me about what you're talking about is that if you think about kind of natural kind of world, what <clears throat> what is the internet of the natural world is systems, right? So, like, if you look at the natural world, like, you know, you don't have to read that far to kind of, like, once you start to understand currents in the ocean, for example, and you kind of realize that, like, right, the reason the temperature is the way that it is in the entire world yeah. actually is because of two currents and actually what they do in terms of cycling kind of water in terms of from cold places to warmer places and back up again and that is actually what dictates life Mm. on this planet as the way that it was because that's what wasn't there during kind of the ice age etc so when you look at it like that you're kind of like right that is almost like the internet of the natural world right without that fungi (laughs) underneath microcilium doesn't work like nothing works without them right blows my mind that microcilium it is crazy like, isn't oh, it man, it's just it's just you think about these things and then you think about like we've actually done something very similar it's wild for how it yeah yeah but now we're kind of in this thing where like our our model doesn't like at a kind of top level i think it's smallness in the inside those big systems is kind of that's where to me where a lot of the value will start to get unlocked because you know small even in a monetary environment like we are now where the cost of money goes higher is that in when the cost of money goes higher um people say it favors big but that's really that's you know if you think kind of a little bit contrarian to that that's bullshit it actually favors small it actually favors being able to not need the money and actually kind of be able to kind of build build towards something without needing to have high carry costs so if you look at a lot of leveraged businesses at the moment they're really going to struggle. It's about momentum swing, man. It's a big momentum swing. So even in fintech, if you're running an existing fintech, let's say now, um, and you started to build towards, let's say, you know, like crypto, which isn't really a thing. It's a very speculative thing at the moment. The real... um, It's a thing, but it's... Yeah. It's 100% I'm sorry if you put your money into it. Um, yeah, but the, 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 no, it's money, Nick. Oh, sure, but it's tough the highs are high, the lows will be low. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But in the middle is the kind of the creamy middles, as Homer Simpson used to say, the that you want middles. Ooh, was, the creamy middles you want to aim for. <laughs> he sure did. And the thing that the kind of the last point for me, like for today, is I think that what it does is it actually kind of it starts to open up this opportunity because if you're big, you're leveraged and you're exposed to a lot of these things. So if you're like a big kind of fintech who's been growing, hoping to exit into this wide world where you're gonna take over, you're dead. Like you are actually dead because the the capital you had and you were banking on getting next was pri- you priced in that money costs nothing. Whereas if you're really small today and you have a novel idea, let's say that's less about crypto or buy now, pay later, it's more about using blockchain in different ways to help people monitor the value as it moves across an ecosystem, you're not dead. You're actually at the start of something incredibly powerful in terms of where that goes. And I think that's what I love about kind of, um, you know, it's certainly downturns, recessions, whatever you want to call them, is that what it does is it calls into question people who have leveraged the system as it stood. And it kind of does favor, it does favor small. 100%. I think that's where that momentum thing comes into play. Everything sort of gets 
use Homer's analogy, like <laughs> the cream at the top gets taken off everything. Yep. Um, and, and some has a lot mm. of water in it and, and that also is apparent and there's not much yeah. creamy middle left. No. Uh, but then the momentum in terms of being small really starts to kickstart you into being able to be, create something, that next wave. And that really yeah. feels like... The next wave's been building for a long time, mm. but it really feels like it's coming to the surface yeah. in the next sort of 12 to 3 years, or sure. 12 months to 3 years. Right now, a lot of people are working on that, but I mm. think it's only going to become to the front of a lot of people's consciousness. And I feel like that's the, the ideas that we've experienced through COVID and what we've sort of spoken about at the start of here is how mm. it's small to large where that fits in the bigger puzzle is sort of that fertile ground so i think there is that model looks like it's gonna land for sure and i think you know like we'll explore this over the next few episodes is like where does that go from a community sense or does that go from a sustainability sense and where does that go i think from kind of like a new business model kind of creation in terms of um you know small small inside an ecosystem yeah i think is the interesting thing and you know we certainly you know both of us have kind of really great like lived experiences i think around particularly in the community space around kind of what people are actually trying to do to kind of take um small organizations actually making ripple effect change yeah i think that's a really good place to take the next few conversations and how that looks and how people work within that um and find purpose within that with others yeah great stuff all right till next time till then Thank you for listening to BAU Business As Unusual. Subscribe and learn more at baupod.co. That's baupod.co.